Welcome to the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan, and I've been a Lost fanatic from the beginning. And I'm Anton, experiencing the mysteries for the first time. Join us as we start from the very beginning and make our way to the very end. This is episode 38. We're discussing Maternity Leave from season 2 of Lost. Managed to get you out. You know, my friends are afraid you'll run away. Oh! oh. Don't tell on me, okay? Okay. Whoa. Easy now. All right. Easy. Easy. Whoa. Okay, here. This will help. Oh, thanks. What? That's really sour. Is it? Mm-hmm. I hadn't noticed. Bleh. Oh! Hey, it's kicking. May I? <laughs> Claire, can I tell you a secret? Yeah. I'm going to miss you. I, w- I wish you didn't have to go. Maybe I don't have to go. We've been through this, Claire. There's not enough vaccine for you and the baby. But I'm not, I'm not sick. Thank God. And once you've delivered, you can go back to your friends and hopefully you'll stay that way. What, what if I want to see the baby? Nobody's going to take him from you unless that's what you want. You have a choice. We're good people, Claire. We're a good family. But if you're going to trust us with your child, I want you to be sure. Okay? Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 38 of the Lost Mystery Podcast with Anton and Evan. I'm Evan. And I'm Anton. And we are discussing maternity leave from season two, a Claire-centric episode, and a pretty big episode, really. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a whole lot of new stuff that came out in this episode. Um, I'll let you kick us off, because I actually ended up doing my notes a little differently this time, and rather than taking notes as things happened, Mm -hmm. I kind of clumped them together as they were related. So the whole Claire backstory, you know, flashback thing is clumped into one big note Okay. this time. So you can go ahead and kick us off. Well, I did my notes differently. At, well, no, I did them exactly the way I always do them, and that's just <laughs> type them as I see them. But um, okay. um, the first thing that I had, um, obviously, was that Aaron seems to be sick. Mm-hmm. Um, and obviously this is a... This is a big deal. I mean, this is this is like a huge part of this story. Um, but uh, what I what it was really interesting to me is that um, Aaron's sick and Danielle shows up mm-hmm. um, as if she had some probably like a weird sense, some lockish, you yeah. know, sense <laughs> going on here like that a, a baby magnet went off in her brain. Yeah, you know, and she just like shows up and says, you know. 
he's sick, isn't he? You know, and mm-hmm. and it just really, uh, I don't know. That was a mystery to me is how, for how how Danielle knew that that Aaron would be sick, and um, but immediately after, uh, when Danielle shows up, Claire starts to remember a little bit mm-hmm. of what happened. Um, back when she was taken uh, forever ago. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and that leads good into my next point here. Um, let's see. I've got the whole story written out here, and I'm going to have to find it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, you know, Claire has a flashback to some of the things that happened to her while mm-hmm. she was with Ethan, and Claire talks to Libby to find out if there's a way that she can help her remember what happened to her while she was gone. Yeah. And Libby makes the comment that maybe she doesn't have amnesia, that these are just suppressed memories. Right. They're there. She just has to get access to them again. And that's where things get really interesting. Um, First of all, she has a couple of these really fast, like, flashbacks with, Mm -hmm. like, little clips that don't make any sense. But then we kind of get more and more of a picture as time goes by. Yeah. Um, First, she has a flashback, uh, you know, to being in a hospital room with a doctor. And the doctor ends up being Ethan. Mm-hmm. And he gives her a shot, um, a little medicine for her baby, he says. Um, she wakes up, freaking out, and tells Kate and Libby that she needs to find the place where she was taken. Right. So that sets up the whole goal for the episode, is to find out where she was taken whenever she was captured by Ethan. Yeah. Which is pretty exciting alone, because it's a new place on this island that we Definitely. know nothing about. And um, it's, it's, that's always a, a welcome sign to see something new going on on this show that we're not already familiar with. Yeah, definitely. You know, the, um, it was kind of weird. The initial flashback, um, when she saw that Ethan was the, the doctor, um, it was, it messed my head up a little bit because obviously he had her like loopy, Mm -hmm. but like she looked, uh, like she was cleaned up. Like she looked like, I I almost thought maybe she was was like a flashback prior to coming to the Island when Mm -hmm. I first saw it, but I knew it was Ethan, but I was like, because she looked, you know, her hair was all, I don't know if you noticed or not, but her hair was all like nice and mm-hmm. it's actually kind of curly and looked like she had been cleaned up. And, and right. this was a, it was just tripped my mind out though, that Ethan yeah. was his doctor and this place was right. on the island somewhere. And he, she, like, she didn't seem, obviously she said sedated, but still I was thinking if I was sedated and I just knew that some dude kidnapped me, I'd probably still be freaking out pretty yeah. big that he's going to do anything to me. Well, I'm assuming that, like, the reason why she reacted, you know, was kind of normal around him was because, you know, maybe part of the medicine they were giving her was to make her forget what had happened right before she got there. Well, she asked about Charlie, though. That's true. That's true. She's like, where's Charlie? I sent him back. But the only thing that makes sense of of why she would not be, you know, hitting on Ethan and trying to hurt him and get away is because they made her forget something. Something there, yeah. Because that's why I said it just seemed too... I mean, she was all like, you know, really nice to Ethan. And uh-huh. was really, you know, and I was like, this is the same guy just drug you through a jungle. Yeah. And you hung know? up your, you know, your boyfriend. Yeah, killed, <laughs> killed Charlie. Well, and like you said, though, I don't know how evidently she did forget about a certain amount. Because if, if she was there when he hung Charlie, mm-hmm. she don't yeah. remember that part. Right. You know, all the bad stuff, somehow she's forgotten. It may just be right up to the point where he drugged them into the, the jungle. Right. She, he, she doesn't remember anything after that point. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah, that's it's really interesting to me. It's it's weird how she has totally forgotten what happened, why she's there. Mm-hmm. All she, She's kind of just in that moment. Yeah. Everything else doesn't really matter much. She knows that she's on the island still. Right. She, you know, and but yet everything it is. It's just kind of strange. 
once again, the mind control of Dharma group. Yeah. (laughs) And another flashback, he's giving her more shots and says the baby needs it. Mm -hmm. Um, He then takes her out of the room into a, you know, a pretty dingy hallway. And we see a Dharma symbol on the wall uh, with a medical symbol in the middle of it. Um, He takes her to a nursery that has been set up for her baby. Yeah. Um, the baby mobile on the crib had oceanic planes on it. Yep. I don't know if you noticed I did. that or not. Scary. Yeah, we had a voicemail, actually, that references that, uh, but we can talk about it here in a second. Uh, but I thought that was really odd. Yeah. About why in the world would they bother putting the oceanic symbols yeah. on the plane for that crib? Yeah, I didn't, was, I, I didn't understand it. Well, Claire, she took notice of it. Kind mm-hmm. of, her face went from, like, happy to kind of like, hmm, mm-hmm. you know. Which has yeah. kind of also made me wonder if, they had, you know, deleted some of the things from her memory. Yeah. Like, like something brought back memories when she saw it, but sure. she wasn't quite sure what it was. Uh, just then someone shows up at the door and asks for Ethan. Oh, yeah. Uh, the man says, you know, what happened? You were supposed to make the list and then bring her in. Was mm-hmm. I unclear? It's And uh, Ethan says, it's not my fault. They knew I wasn't on the plane. They had a manifest. Mm-hmm. But what am I supposed to tell him? Do you know what he's going to do when he finds out? Yeah. Tell me what you think. Okay. Uh, well, first off, I think the the man that came there is beard face. Uh huh. You know. Yeah. It you is. know, and uh, which is crazy. Yeah. Freaked my mind out a little bit, <laughs> but I have got freaked out on that. Uh, the other thing is when I was, he referenced him. Mm-hmm. Um. Well, I got. I guess uh, the one my theory is that it's that the mad the mad scientist guy the 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 main the main guy that started this whole experiment or back in the you know when it, you know the, the filming I forget his name oh, oh the Marvin Candle guy uh, well or, yeah the yeah, or, oh the um, Alvar Hanzo yeah guy? yeah okay um, like they're reporting to some mm-hmm. guy that's right. you know over this whole thing and he's gonna be ticked off because things weren't done as pro, you know as way right. they're supposed to do but um, uh, that's the only thing. I mean, really, because I mean, I don't know who this him yeah. can be, yeah, unless it's like Walt as the Golden Child. Right. <laughs> <laughs> My biggest guess would have been that you know the beardy guy would have been the leader. Uh, yeah, but up but until apparently this point. there is somebody he reports exactly. to as well. So, yeah, that that was uh, really interesting because it it does hint at a a bigger group, a much more organized mm-hmm. group than what we most we definitely before this. Definitely. And um, I also put, you know, what was this list Ethan was supposed to make? Was it a list of the good people like Goodwin That's what I had thought, said? yeah. I think that's probably the, the safest yeah. assumption. That's what point. I just assumed initially is because, um, you know, obviously we had Goodwin doing it on the other side. Mm-hmm. And what seemed like Ethan was supposed to be doing on this side. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it does seem like Ethan was doing the exact same thing Goodwin was. Yeah. Which, which is kind of crazy, though, because, okay, that list isn't there but i would like to see who would have been taken mm-hmm. you know it's like or now they can't take anybody because they don't know who they're supposed to take so now this whole right. group has to stay you know you know that's a great point um yeah. goodwin was responsible for telling the others which people to take in right. that other group and that's why they had what appeared to be such a horrible experience mm-hmm. on the island whereas ethan never got to that point right and they've been pretty much left alone except for Walt, right. who was a kid. And mm-hmm. we can assume, you know, they were going to take him. Yeah. And, you know, Claire, who was going to have a baby. Yeah. So, yeah, it does suggest they were planning to do the exact same thing to both of these groups. But Ethan didn't get the job done. Right, right. That's a lot I could get from it. So. Yeah, that's, that's real interesting. 
So uh, Ethan makes the comment, you know, while walking with Claire outside of the medical hatch that um, he's sorry that he hasn't gotten her out more and that his, quote, friends are afraid she'll run away. Mm-hmm. He also says, uh, can I tell you a secret? I'm going to miss you. I wish you didn't have to go. He tells her that, you know, after she's delivered the baby, she'll go back to the to her friends and that Aaron will stay with them so they can keep him from getting sick. Right. He also says, we're good people, Claire. We're a good family. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That, first off, like, Ethan, he freaks me out anyways, you know, but... <laughs> he is really creepy looking. <laughs> yeah, and I, I just, I didn't know, like, to, you know, I kind of wanted to believe that he had her best intentions and that, you mm-hmm. know, that he assumed that they were going to get sick and, you know, and, the you know, protecting the baby because, you know, it's special, da 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 But to me to me it was just way too obvious that he was it, it's all about them mm-hmm. you know and, and maybe this little episode he had with her was just to like she you know like he said though in in that he says you have to be willing to give him to us right you know and i that's what i kind of picked up on like this was a whole little like lie you know little mm-hmm. mind game so she'd be like yes ethan i want you, you know i want you all right. to have him you know yeah. that they couldn't take him without her consent right yeah which is so weird like it makes them the whole others seem less like this weird creepy group and more like some organization that's doing something yeah you have to tell us that we can take yeah we have to have your consent otherwise we could get in really serious legal trouble exactly if you give your child to us for us to study then it's okay but if not then obviously we'll be sued so yeah (laughs) yeah so yeah i mean it does paint this picture like um Ethan, when he was in their camp, mm-hmm. was like this really, really like feral guy. Like he beat Jack to a pulp. Yes. Like he was a creepy guy. And it's kind of like now that he's wiped part of Claire's memory away, he's this totally different person. Yeah. Maybe it's the real Ethan. Maybe. Maybe the other guy's just an act to make them perceive him a certain way. Right. And this is really, you know, Dr. Ethan. Yeah, I think he's know. Dr. Evil. <laughs> I got a lot of idea. <laughs> Dr. Creepy. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah, there is a lot of good stuff there about, you know, it's all about getting her baby. Mm-hmm. And apparently they're, some, they're very interested in getting kids for some reason. Right. And we've had the comments about Walt being a special boy, mm-hmm. you know. So I'm really curious to see what that's all about. Yeah, me too. But then, um, you know, then back in this real time, we find the door of, of the medical hatch. Yeah. They actually discover where it's at. And inside the hatch, it looks almost like it's been completely abandoned since mm-hmm. then. And there's no sign of anyone. Um, the lights are all shut off and it's practically empty. Um, there are even cobwebs that have built up in the hallway, I noticed, as yeah. they were walking through. Mm-hmm. And uh, she goes in the room where the nursery was and everything is completely gone. Uh, meanwhile, Kate finds a locker room and checks a few of the lockers, and she finds a lot of costumes, mm-hmm. including the bearded man's beard, yep. um, some theatrical glue, and um, some rough and old clothing, tattered mm-hmm. clothing. And is this all an act? You know that we've been seeing from these others. Well, it it yeah. sure looks like these are people point, playing yes. a part. Yeah, they're trying to look a certain way yep. to these other survivors. Mm-hmm. I, that's all I, I mean, at that point I was like, yep, it's yeah. definitely an act. These people are, are, you know, definitely on, on part of a group that is, you know, this is their mission to be mm-hmm. creepy, to be, you know, we're on this side of the island, you stay on that side of the island to set up this whole, like, 
you know, fence between them so they can continue doing what right. they're doing. Uh-huh. And it, yeah, it just it totally looks that way at this point. Yeah. It, it gives a lot of credence to your theory about it being mm-hmm. a scientific study too, because mm-hmm. you can really see now, especially with this medical hatch, mm-hmm. a group of scientists dressing up to create this scenario to yeah. get some kind of desired result out of all these people that have no clue it's an experiment. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, this is this was a big episode. I mean, it Huge. started threw all kinds of stuff into my mind when I saw it the first mm-hmm. time, and I wish I could recall half of what it was. But these costumes, uh, you know, seeing the guy, the bearded guy without his beard, yeah. and you know the stuff they were talking about, man, it just brings up so much stuff. Yeah, it was it was it was great. I mean, um, I don't know. Just when I saw the guy without his beard, I mean, like it was just one of the scenes. Like uh, I was like. I don't know. This took me back. I was like, "Oh my gosh, that this is completely different." You know, these people aren't because we. I kept saying something about the way they dress and the way mm-hmm. you know, but all an act. You know, yeah, crazy. Yeah, that's it's creepy to think of somebody masterminding this whole plan. <laughs> yeah, of like you know, well, w- let's have you guys wear these short cut off pants that are really tattered and torn because right. that'll make you look really creepy and yeah, and like somebody setting up this whole plan of you know, the survivors versus the others mm-hmm. and, and what the purpose of this whole plan is in the first right. place. So yeah, it's really exciting to, I mean, they're starting to give us some great information. Yeah, I it's agree. It's really exciting to see where it's going to go with this. So this, just then there's a flashback to a woman, you know, helping clear mm-hmm. to try and escape from the hatch. Alex. Yeah. And she says they're trying, they're going to cut the baby out of her tonight. <sighs> And of course, then Claire, you know, remembers that Danielle had tried to help her escape, mm-hmm. wasn't trying to take her back to the others. Um, and she also finds out that the woman who helped her escape was Alex. Yeah. Like you said, Danielle's daughter. Yeah. I knew whenever I, fir- we, I the little mini flash, mm-hmm. I was like, that has to be Alex, you right. know, because you, she says, you've got to get out of here. That's in the mini flash. You, see, mm-hmm. you know, you see that. I was like, that has to be her. But it's, it's crazy what's crazy about it is is that as she remembers or thinks that this is Alex and tells Russo this like how Alex is still different mm-hmm. than these others right raised by these others right but different still mm-hmm. you know it's just like it's something that to me is a huge mystery yeah you know and you also have to wonder too if you know we see Alex now lives with these others she's mm-hmm. you know 16 17 years old and is this what you know, Walt and Aaron have in store mm-hmm. to be taken from their parents and to, to grow up with these others right. for some reason. Yeah, no, that's why I, mean, I don't know. Like for like kind of messes my head up is that Michael's gone at this point, you know, uh-huh. and I'm, I keep thinking, is he right. with Walt? Mm-hmm. You know, if he is, then where the heck are they? And is this right. what they, you know, they have in store for them that they're going to do something I don't, but I don't know what Alex's place is at this point, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think we do know much at all about mm-hmm. her so far, uh, but I did make a note that they've been there for two months so far. Mm-hmm. It was the second week they were there when Claire was taken. So okay. it's been a month and a half since, um, you know, she was taken in, in that medical hatch. So in a month and a half, they've completely cleared everything out of that medical hatch and apparently have made some other kinds of plans. Which doesn't really explain why their costumes are still there. You yeah. Know? I'm uh-huh. kind of, I'm like, okay, the place looks abandoned, except for they're still dressing well, there. Well, uh, except, you know, if the purpose of that place was purely medical, mm-hmm. 
it's kind of like, you know, all the medical facilities have been completely cleared out. They're no longer being used, but there are parts of the hatch that are still being used for other things. Yeah, but, I mean, it was pretty sketchy in there. Yeah. You know, it was kind of like <laughs> flickering lights and uh-huh. seemed like water and, you know, yeah. just, I don't know. So I just, I thought, well, maybe it's close enough to them that they can go there. But for another way, they go there and get changed. Mm-hmm. You know, it's kind of like a buffer point between headquarters yeah. and them, yeah. you know. And it does make you think it's it's kind of like once Claire did escape, they are like, well, we've got to do away with all of this because mm-hmm. she knew she could find She'd it again if she wanted to. Mm-hmm. But they left the costumes and stuff. In there. I know. Like, that to me, I'm like, okay, did they want them to find this? Uh-huh. This is another part that of it. That could be. That could be. Another mystery here. This is an episode full of mysteries. Um, you know, Echo has started cutting down some of the trees that he picked out earlier, mm-hmm. and that was just one quick short scene. Um, but after you mentioned it last time, it really caught my interest because I hadn't never really paid much attention to the fact that Echo was so interested in those mm-hmm. trees. Um, he goes into the hatch and asks Locke if he can borrow a saw. Um, he later asks Jack who the man is that they're keeping in the right. hatch and that he wishes to speak to him alone. Um, Echo goes in to see Henry and uh, tells him the first night he spent on the island, he was dragged into the island or to the jungle by two men. He says he killed these men and he needed him to know how much he regrets doing mm-hmm. so and that he's back on a righteous path and needs his forgiveness. Yeah. So Echo seems convinced somehow that, you know, Henry is another. Oh, yeah. And that not only is he another, but he's like a leader. Mm-hmm. Like he felt compelled to apologize to kind of this leader of the others for yeah. what he had done. Yep. Um, and just wanted to ask forgiveness for killing what he mm-hmm. feels, you know, so it was two of Henry's people. Right. Yeah. And I thought that was interesting. Yeah, I did I mean, too. <laughs> I thought it was extremely interesting because for, I mean, at first I just thought, what in the world is Echo doing? Is mm-hmm. he having like his own form of <laughs> confession going on here? Yeah. You know, which is what it seemed like going to this room, you're speaking to one man uh-huh. and you are confessing, you know, and right. it's like, but it's held, totally makes sense. And then, you know, thinking uh, through it as I was watching, I was confused. But, um, you know, obviously he does think that he's, this guy's another. And he's mm-hmm. wanting them to know, I made a mistake, but I am sorry. And I, I, I'm asking for your forgiveness, you know. Um, like, he may know that this is about good versus evil and mm-hmm. things like that. And he wants right. them to repent. He wants them to know that he's yeah. good. And, yeah. Exactly. Right. That's how you know how I felt about it. Mm-hmm. That's a great point. Of course, uh, then Locke goes to see Henry, and you know Henry clearly tries a little mind game on him, mm. and uh, which was just perfect. Um, you know, he he tells him, "I just don't understand why you let the doctor call the shots." You yeah, know, it's, it's, you know, it's just kind of this in passing comment, but it's yeah. clearly to get under Locke's skin, and, and it works very well. Yeah, <laughs> I, I actually it was like. I don't know. It kind of obviously I knew exactly where Henry is going with it, but I'm thinking about Locke. I mean, Locke allowed it to like, like really mess his head up, uh-huh. you know? And I'm like, don't be, you know, Locke, you're smart, you know? Yeah. I understand this guy's doing this, you know? It's like, you know, don't, it, it, to me now, there's no doubt in my mind, this dude's another. Oh, yeah. This, the, the yeah. head game's just really, oh, yeah. It's a totally different level. This mm-hmm. isn't, you know, some guy that's helplessly trapped. No. This is a guy that knows exactly what he's doing. Yeah. And what was Locke's response? No, no, we both we both make decisions yeah. together or something like There's that. There's nobody in charge. We both make decisions. Yeah, and Henry's like, oh, oh, oh. Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. And then he goes <laughs> out and slams dishes all oh, over. Oh, that's great. That guy, though, that plays Henry is just so good. He's a yeah. great, great actor. And scary. Uh, do you have anything else from the episode? 
Um, I think that's, you know, basically it. Um, just a great episode all around, you know, just uh, created more mysteries, mm-hmm. solved some. It was just, it's, it's an episode that you really go away going, you know, you really like because it kind of gives you, it validates some things, you yeah. know. So. And it definitely sets up, you know, the focus of the show to be, you know, who the heck are these others? Oh, yeah. What are they doing and why are they there? Mm-hmm. And what part do the survivors play in that, that you know, whatever they're doing? No, definitely. And I think it validates um, Russo quite a bit, too, you know. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think so, too. Well, we have a voicemail here that we thought we'd play for you guys. Hi, Anton and Evan. This is uh, Jed Finley from the Frozen Tundra of Des Moines, Iowa. I'm going to leave you a voicemail that you can air um, for episode 15, Maternity Leave, season two. I had a few mysteries that I wanted to uh, point out and have you guys think about or talk about and see what you thought. First, uh, in this episode, was the injections that Ethan is giving Claire. Um, I don't fully understand why this is happening. I mean, is he giving the injections simply because Claire, Claire he wants Claire to think that he, she can't be with the baby? because there's not enough um, antidote to give her and the baby? Um, was it really just something to stabilize pregnancy? Because uh, in theory, he was giving her injections when she was back at the camp as well. I'm still not sure about what that is and what's going on with that. The second thing was uh, the Oceanic Airline logo on the planes that was uh, above the crib. And that really bugs me, actually. Um, how on earth did they get those planes? How on earth did they get those... those uh, the specific planes there on that island, and really, how did it benefit the story other than just to have us kind of think about how those got there? I wasn't sure about that. And finally, I wanted to ask, uh, was it a Dharma logo? Uh, was it Dharma theatrical glue that Kate found in the box in the uh, locker? <laughs> I think it was. That was funny. Um, you guys are doing a great job. And I uh, hope you're having a great 2009. And looking forward to January 21st. When season five fires back up, thanks guys. Take care. Thanks Jed for your email or your voicemail. Um, actually, we're living in quite a frozen tundra ourselves. Oh, it's man. like negative five degrees here today. Oh. <laughs> it's terrible. I'd like to be on an island right now, oh, a tropical island. Even if the others were there, I would like I to be there. That's fine. Whatever. <laughs> Inject my stomach. I don't care. But he had a couple of great points. Uh, the injections. You know, why was he giving her injections? You know, looking back on this, like. Um, Initially, I, you know, I didn't, I thought I was kind of falling for him thing, his thing, like say is to help the baby to be, mm-hmm. you know, clear of this disease or infection or whatever. Uh, but to me, it was a, it was like a prep thing for their ripping Aaron mm-hmm. from her, you know, yeah. like, right. you know, giving it, um, like, cause one other thing is she, he gives her a drink of something on the uh-huh. log. Right. And she's like, that's, sour, you know, bitter or sour or something. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, hadn't noticed. I hadn't noticed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, he's like <laughs> giving her some kind of like formaldehyde or something, you know. <laughs> but, you know, it's like, to me, it was all prep for that, for that surgery. Right. You know, um, because, I mean, they, like, like um, what is uh, uh, Russo's daughter's name again? Um, Alex. Alex. Yeah. Like Alex said, they're going to kill you tonight Mm -hmm. yeah they're gonna take that baby right you know and so i mean i don't know exactly what was in it but Mm -hmm. it was something that they that they uh they were preparing that baby right yeah i think there are a couple of possibilities i mean one could it could be multiple things i guess um 
something to continue to keep her kind of, you know, she was kind of like yeah. messed up. Yeah, she was. And it was like either something to keep her memory wiped mm-hmm. temporarily True. or to keep her disoriented to where she couldn't run off very easily. Mm-hmm. And it could have been something, you know, we obviously see at the beginning of the episode that Aaron is sick. Yeah. So maybe it was it something been, yeah. that was for Aaron. You know, like you said, it could have been all prep for the surgery that she was going to be having to mm-hmm. get the baby out of her. But did you happen to notice that it was the same injections that Desmond was taking in the hatch? That's true. In the beginning of the season. It's true. Um, they very clearly showed us a shot of him yeah. putting one of those things in that mm-hmm. gun and shooting it into his arm. And it's it's kind of like it was fighting some kind of sickness. Yeah, you're right. I mean, it's very, very... Um, possible that there is a sickness mm-hmm. and that they were trying to protect Aaron from it and and that you know they weren't that they're not really evil mm-hmm. they want they, well they are evil because they're going to allow the rest of the people to get affected affected by right. it, infected yeah. by it just to see how it ha- how it plays out mm-hmm. you know because I think going back to my scientific like you know thoughts here of the how this is happening is that they don't want the kids to have to go through this. Mm-hmm. So they pull the kids out and they pull all the good people out and then they release this infection and yeah. they sit there and they monitor it. Oh, <laughs> oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Danielle's going to head fell off. Wow, yeah. Yeah. That's, that's I didn't great. expect that. Yeah, write that down. <laughs> yeah. Danielle's going to shoot them all again. Oh, I didn't see that one coming, you know, like, but they didn't want Aaron or any of the other kids to be uh-huh. part of that. Right. You know? Yeah. That's, that's a good thought too. Of course, the second point was about the Oceanic Airlines logos on the planes above the crib. Mm-hmm. Um, how, first of all, I mean, why? they? The only connection this other's group has to that Oceanic is the fact that the people that just crashed on the island were on that plane. So why would they have that on the, the little planes in the baby crib? I don't know why they have on the planes in the baby crib, but I do... I would say there's probably a much bigger connection than just those people crashing on island island mm-hmm. like like one you know once again this was either staged mm-hmm. or by them or it was the airlines owned by this group Dharma group mm-hmm. you know something else more going on with that airline and Dharma right you know but I don't know why in the world you put them in a crib for <laughs> Yeah, it seems almost, I mean, when I see it, I think of like, you know, some set decorator who's, you know, getting the set mm-hmm. ready to film and like, oh, well, let's put our Oceanic logos on the little planes yeah, above the baby's crib. Yeah, wouldn't that be cool? Yeah. But they, they definitely showed it in the episode, yeah. so they must have thought, well, maybe that's uh, something we should show, mm-hmm. you know, to people and get their, their heads rolling a little bit. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I don't know anything about it either, but it's really, um, obviously they wanted us to see it. Yeah. Um, but may, maybe it was just supposed to be more surreal than anything. Maybe yeah. we weren't supposed to think much of it. But I don't know. And then, of course, the Dharma theatrical glue. I didn't notice whether or not there was a Dharma logo on it or I think, not. I think there was. Was there? I think so. Now that now I might just be thinking that because he said it, and I'm I'm very easily convinced on things. So, <laughs> <laughs> so now, yes, it, it did. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll I did notice that his keychain that he used to unlock the medicine was a Dharma logo. Really? It was. See, it just, that drives me crazy. <laughs> like, why would they invest so much money in, in making all these Dharma branded products hey. if their goal is to be like the scientific research group? I don't. That doesn't, well, <laughs> doesn't make any sense. No. I mean, unless they just can't afford for their names to show up on like the 
the registers from the companies they buy the products from and they have to make their own then yeah. I, I don't i don't get it i don't get it either it's, it's but there's like we, we should have made a list of all the oh, dharma branded so items many. we've seen so far so many the dharma ranch and the peanut butter yeah <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah yeah so thanks jed for your uh, voicemail i think you've uh, called us a couple times so we appreciate mm-hmm. that very much well, anything else before we wrap the episode up? Great episode. Looking forward to the uh, future ones. So. Yep. Yep. We'll be uh, doing on January 21st, which is on Wednesday, we'll be doing The Whole Truth, which is a Sun and Jen-centric episode. And if I remember right, it is a, it's a really good episode. Okay. So until then, I guess we will talk to you all later. <laughs>